Hi, sweet pies! This is Yana. Today's episode of Those Russians is all about the most awaited holidays for all Russians, New Year. Today we will walk down memory line with my wonderful friend Yulia Babushkina, a great Russian surname, don't you think so? Hi there, and please do not mix Babushka and Matryoshka like most people do. Babushka is a granny, while Matryoshka is a traditional doll. <laughs> Yulia, you have decided to teach our listeners even before the main podcast part begins? Uh, oops, sorry. It's the first <laughs> one and within my 20 years of traveling, my surname always got a lot of attention by foreigners. So, I'm prepared. So, I understand you, okay. In this episode, we will talk about New Year celebrations in Russia, about our traditions, must-have food items on the festive table, about Father Frost and a lot more. So, Yulia, do you have your New Year checklist ready? Gifts, new dress, house decorations? Oh, please, don't add an insult to the injury. I currently live in Europe and the approach to the New Year is a little bit different here, as you can know. Oh, yeah, right. And tell our listeners where you are right now. Currently, I have relocated to Katowice in Poland. Oh, I've seen lots of beautiful photos from Polish Christmas markets. To be honest, I think they may be one of the most beautiful in Europe, actually. And, well, those that are not banned this year, to be honest. <laughs> right now, everyone is getting ready for Christmas, which is considered the most important holiday of the year here. But let me briefly try to explain why in Russia it's different. Get ready, important information is following. New Year in Russia was actually celebrated on the 1st of March, since the moment of adoption of Christianity until the end of the 15th century, when the consideration of the New Year was switched to the 1st of September, until Tsar Peter I mandated the adoption of the Christian era in the year 700. For people it was actually still too hard to adopt to new traditions, especially because some of them were contradicting the old ones. For example, decorating the houses with a fir tree, which is the real name of the Christmas tree if you didn't know, like it was done by the Germans was nonsense as Slavs correlated the fir tree with funeral rites. Can you imagine? Now it sounds so strange when every house has fir trees, decorations for the new year. Oh yeah, but there was quite a number of changes back then. During rolling of different Tsars, Tsar is the Russian name for the king, some celebrating traditions were slightly changing, but the main change took place together with Bolsheviki and revolution. The Bolsheviki were a radical, far-left and revolutionary Marxist faction founded by Vladimir Lenin. That was the moment when the New Year as a holiday was banned and came back as a full holiday only in the 90s. 20th century, from the very beginning, was really very hard and life-changing for the country. Revolution, war, USSR collapse, perestroika. Mm -hmm. It was so unstable and cracking everything apart. While the New Year was the one non-religious holiday which literally united everybody and brought a light of joy to every house. I was born in the very beginning of this new life in the country. So living now in Europe, I of course respect local traditions and customs and overall Christmas is incredibly beautiful. But my Russian soul, of course, always looks forward to the new year. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I also was born in the very beginning of this new life in this country. Yeah. No, but Christmas for most of us is not such a big holiday and it's rarely celebrated only by more religious people. For the rest, it's a family dinner at the best. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, did you know that Christmas in Russia is not celebrated in December, but in January? Me, obviously, but for our listeners, there should be some explanation. Well, yeah, that's I mean, relaxed. I think so. Not so complicated, to be honest. It's just because Orthodox and Catholic Christians stick to different calendar styles. That's it. Easy. Yeah, really easy. Yeah, but some people really still get crazy and all the time congratulate me in December. And I'm just a little bit tired of explaining the difference. So I just say thank you so much. So easy. So coming back to your question. This year, I will mm-hmm. not have an opportunity to fly back to Russia. And as a result, my New Year checklist is a little bit different this year. But I'm nevertheless still looking for a new dress. And what are your plans for the New Year? For me, it is a holiday spent with family first. When I was at uni, we'd celebrate with parents first, for sure, and then go out to meet friends and continue the celebrations well into the early hours of the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we remember this perfect, Party hard wonderful times. <laughs> yeah, no, not anymore. Okay, okay, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> But these days, I'm too lazy and I don't want to pay for overpriced taxi. Oh yeah, so, that's all I understand. Yeah, yeah, I think not only in Russia, for sure. In yeah, yeah, Europe. here as well, here as well. Yeah. And another popular option to celebrate, it is a restaurant with friends while having an entertainment program Mm -hmm. some like to rent uh, a cottage in the countryside and spend the holiday there so as in russia most people get 10 days can you hear this there 10 days off after new year officially oh yeah now this is the moment when i really envy you here because locally on the 3rd of january the work begins so i fully support your approach to the celebration Since this year I'm not going to be home for the new year, I will have to make the cozy atmosphere and set the new year table by myself, while usually my mom does it mostly. <laughs> for a start, I will for sure decorate the Yolka tree, which is a Russian name for a Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. set up a new year menu. Sorry, guys. I Sorry, guys. But as you could have noticed already within our podcast, there are some things which are integral part of the new year. And that is the song which everybody knows and would sing when it's played. No, definitely. Even if yeah. you can't sing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't sing. People around the world usually think Russians are really tough. And I even checked that if you type in Google, why Russians? The first suggestion would be never smile. So in order to dispel the myth, so go to Russia around the new year and you will see dozens of people singing this song and dancing in the ring around the Christmas tree, like Yolka, yeah? No matter how old you are, what you do, or how tough and serious you are, you will hop into the ring and sing together. Oh yeah, there are no exceptions, that's for sure. And every house will have a decorated Yolka sometime before the new year. There are no particular dates to decorate mm-hmm. it. Just listen to your heart and whenever you feel you need some magic and holiday mood, then it's the time. 
So, Jan, what about you? Have you already decorated the tree? No, I just recently come back to Russia from a trip and need to sort everything out. My family is not very good at planning and organizing such things. So I think I'll start preparations this weekend and we'll need to buy all the traditional food ingredients for the New Year Eve dinner. It's a great idea to start early in order to avoid the last-minute rush and all of those queues in the shops. Mm -hmm. And um, hmm, let me guess which five items will be presented at your festive dinner table. So, Yulia, well, give it a try. Olivier, dressed herring, Caviar canapes, champagne, and tangerines. Tangerines, yeah, bingo! <laughs> well, that wasn't so hard to guess, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I hope you're not hungry, as I would like to tell our listeners a bit more about our New Year table. I First, really hear it. oh yeah, get ready. <laughs> First thing you need to know is that by the first glance at it, you may think there is minimum a dozen of people invited. But that could nonetheless be a small family of three or four people. No matter how many people are expected, the table will be groaning with the food. The major part of the dishes on it will be salads, but not those light salads with lots of fresh vegetables and olive oils, those which include tons of mayo potatoes, yeah. meat, beans, sometimes rice, and a lot more. It may sound weird, but actually if you remember the weather conditions in the most parts of Russia, as well as the, what we actually able to grow on our farms with such weather, you should mm -hmm. stop being skeptical. The most popular salads on the Russian table will be Olivia salad, which is famous around the world as just the Russian salad. I'm still not sure why we give it a French kind of name, but still. This no, one, don't, I'm sure don't. everybody knows it, yeah? Next one is so-called dressed herring, or it's also called herring in shuba coat, which is literally a fur coat. So in Russia, even a herring in salad has a fur coat. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that sounds totally weird, but it's a mixture of grated beetroot, potatoes and herring underneath. The third one on our rating will be crab salad. Crab salad. All those rich Russians. And Yulia, will we tell the truth to our listeners? Well, yeah, we should, since the main okay, goal. Come on. Yeah, mm, I'll yeah. think so. <laughs> the main goal of this podcast is to crush the stereotypes about Russians, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's true. Guys, so let's start. <laughs> in fact, crab salad is one of the most budget ones, as it's cooked with crab sticks, which have nothing in common with actual crab meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Similar approach, but this time real. No hidden senses, but caviar canopies should be on the New Year table in Russia. That sounds real cheesy, but almost every family, at least once a year, on this very special occasion, will try to get the can of caviar. People usually think that all Russians start their day with a shot of vodka and caviar, but sorry, we wish to, but still, even in Russia, caviar is a luxury. Oh yeah, and do you know that this year price has doubled compared to the last year? twice more expensive in one year. So that's really crazy and uh, really sad. For no, sure. unfortunately, yeah, but well, <laughs> that only means that there will be more butter on the canapes than caviar. Only butter. <laughs> no, can be, yeah, so sad. Coming back to your table. Not as a dessert, but more as a decoration, there will be for sure tangerines, as their smell in most Russian minds is associated with the upcoming new year. 
and I love it. Yeah, I love that. I don't like peeling them though, but still. <laughs> yeah. The last but not the least, which also would be surprise surprise for you guys, is champagne, not vodka. Excuse me, and what do you mean, not vodka on the Russian table? I mean, vodka can be, of course, presented, but that depends on the tastes and preferences. While champagne we need to have for one of our New Year traditions, to chin-chin at midnight. Julia, we should have prepared something to eat for the podcast. Now I feel really hungry. Yeah, but if you were a good girl this year, Dead Moroz should bring you a bag of sweets. Oh, I was a good girl indeed. So I'm definitely gonna get my sweets, but let's first of all explain who is Dead Maros. That's an idea, yeah. Yeah. Dead Maros or Father Frost is very similar to Santa Claus and Saint Nicholas. So he is the person all children waiting for as he brings gifts to those who've been good boys and girls. Oh yeah. Mm, so I'm, you know, good girl indeed. <laughs> no, prove it to him. Back when I was little, it was traditional to stand on the wooden chair and read a poem out loud before you could receive your gift. Hated it so much. Oh, to be I really, it really nervous for, for the little girl. New Year is for happiness, not for struggles. Our neighbor used to put on the Father Frost costume and come over with his eldest daughter who was dressed as Snigurochka. Father Frost never travels alone, he's always accompanied by his granddaughter Snigurochka, which you literally translate like a snow girl. And there is no proof of how she appeared as a company for Dead Maros, but we can't imagine any kid's celebration without her as a company for her beloved grandfather. So we used to dance and read poems for them and in return we were rewarded with gifts. <laughs> oh, you got such a sweet story. But that's really amazing that nowadays service in Russia is really on the top level and even a father frost with Snigurichka. You can get in just by a couple of clicks on your smartphone and they will be at your place with an amazing show for kids. Oh yeah, it's true. And you know that this makes it so much easier for parents and frees up some time for them to make other necessary New Year's Eve preparations. So first of all, the flat needs to be cleaned, gift needs to be bought, they need to buy food, decide on the guest list, send out invitations. It is essential that you buy something new. It can can be any item of clothing and you must be wearing it when the clock strikes midnight. Yeah, yeah, lots of money spending. Another reason. I love this year, but also I love and I hate this time. <laughs> yeah, we should every year I say start putting aside money for New Year gifts and all those new stuff to buy in advance, but never do, never do, never yeah. learn. So it's just New Year. Yeah. And we don't think about money. We just think about happy people around us. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, and I love it. <laughs> and after then, afterwards, we just think I about I, money. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> totally. And yeah, and other important tasks include uh, decorating your Christmas tree and finishing all important and urgent tasks at work, so nothing spills over into the new year. No, yeah, and those tasks are of course very important, but mm -hmm. don't forget about the girly stuff. In Russia, even if a woman on regular basis doesn't go to a beauty salon. Before the new year, every woman will. Manicure, pedicure, hair, brows. 
It's a long list, but all women want to speed themselves up to enter the new year as beautiful as possible. Yeah, you know, just but it's the secret, but I haven't yet decorated a Christmas tree, but had my nails done. So to tell the truth, that one of my favorite tasks before the new year. All so, I understand. <laughs> and only after that can you start making all the traditional salads and canapés while watching everyone's favorite Russian New Year movie called Ironia Sudby, which literally means the irony of fate. Almost everyone knows it off by heart and can quote from memory. The movie was produced by Eldar Rezana in 1975. And here is a quick summary. One guy and his friends had a tradition to always celebrate the new year in a Russian sauna called Vanya, you know. After many drinks, his friends dropped him off at the airport instead of his friends and he flew to St. Petersburg and then traveled to a place with the same address as he has in Moscow. Even the key fit to the door. That sounds a bit unbelievable. Um, there is afterwards a whole dramatic romantic comedy story which can seem unbelievable, like how on earth can you mix up your apartment by during communism times? Basically everyone's apartments look more or less the same. So there is a quite of twisted plot, which I guess there is no sense to tell our listeners, as there are rumors that Netflix plans are remake. Could be fake news as well, but who knows? Anyway, there is a very beloved story which takes place at the New Year Eve, so almost every national TV channel will broadcast the irony of fate on December 31. Oh my god, Jan, just now I almost got the actual smell of the tangerines and Christmas mm -hmm. tree. Like, imagine salads are prepared, everyone is dressed up and all beautiful, sit at the table, which is groaning with food. It's really kind of mm. some magic. I want... <laughs> Yeah, cry. this is the New Year magic. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of which, I remember the warmest December in my life in St. Petersburg, with no snow, but rain and mud everywhere, which totally didn't bring the mood. But exactly at midnight on a New Year Eve, the magic took place and it started snowing. Oh, your story also sounds unbelievable. And how did you know it was midnight? Well, every Russian does. No matter what are your religious or political beliefs, On the New Year Eve, around 11.45 p.m., all public TV channels broadcast the speech of the president. And at midnight, precisely, we all stand up with a glass of champagne and listen to 12 chimes of Kremlin clock, followed by the playing of the national anthem of Russia. That is the magic moment when you all count loud, make a wish and raise the glasses to chin chin. Yeah, we do not kiss at midnight, such a disappointment, but we have some magic. Not all, but quite a lot of people write down their wishes on a small piece of paper, and when the chimes start, they have to burn it fully, drop the ashes to their glass and drink it. That will be a guarantee that your wish will come true. Mm -hmm. I personally have done it for most of my life, but my problem is that I have a golden fish memory, so I never remember what I wrote down on this paper last year's, and I cannot prove whether this belief makes sense or not. Sorry. Oh yeah, I so much look forward to making my wish, and after the chimes exchange the gifts with my nearest and dearest, and oh my god, how much I look forward to the moment when people are out in the streets to set all the fireworks. During the New Year night, 
we have the ones as good as for city day or any other major holiday. After the fireworks, when everyone already gets chilly, it's time to go back home to switch on the little blue light in Russia, Голубой огонек. It was a popular musical variety show aired on Soviet television and since 1964. It's New Year version, which is called New Year Little Blue Light and it is broadcasted until now. I suppose it's really been broadcasted until now. And can you imagine a TV program which is on for more than a half century and people still watch it? So, sure, and it is one of the New Year rituals. The name alludes to the light bluish glare of a black and white old TV screen, as well as some traditional Russian expressions relating to friendly visits like заглянуть на огонек, to drop in on the light, explain it to visit someone after seeing a light in their window. Wow, I've never thought about this name meaning. Learning so much from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So listen every Wednesday our podcast yeah. all those Russians. <laughs> okay. The show features popular artists and various celebrities who sit by the tables in the TV cafeteria, sing songs, play sketches and celebrate the holiday. The idea of the show was that they dropped in on the light to every Soviet family to share the festive table beyond the TV class. Then afterwards some keep partying or go visit friends. I personally plan going to sleep around 2 a.m. as usually unless some friends or neighbors show up. There is kind of luck that Russians not only love to party and really do it well, but we're also very hospitable and love greeting guests. Yeah. Exactly. That's why during the New Year night nobody usually asks if he can come visit, but just show up with some food, drinks and good mood. To be honest, you can also come without bringing anything and you will for sure be fed and given a drink. That's oh. our Russian hospitality. All those Russians. The best is that no matter whether you party up late or go to bed straight after the fireworks, you go to bed with the thought that for the next 10 days you don't need to cook and you're officially allowed to eat last year's salads and sleep as much as you want. Oh yeah! I so much look forward for the new year and this official 10 days of chilling. That's for sure guarantees Great dreams to all the sweet pies. A real happy end of Russian New Year celebration as well as the story about it, isn't it? And today, in our dictionary time, we got the following words and expressions for you to belong to Russians. Yulia, are you ready? Yep. Заглянуть на огонек. To visit someone after seeing a light in their window. Yolka, Christmas tree. Dead Maros, Father Frost. Snigurchka, Snow Girl, Father Frost's granddaughter. Snowim, Godam. <laughs> happy New Year! So, sweet pies, happy upcoming New Year to all you. That was the last podcast in 2021. Thank you for following up and sharing with your friends. Thanks for the likes and you will hear us next year. In 2022, you will get a lot of interesting episodes with different specialists. Promise, it will be very fun and very Russian style. 
Yulia, thank you so much for rising my new year mood. Thank you, Yana, so much for inviting me to this particular episode. I wish you all the best in the new year. Happy New Year! Snowman Godam! Bye-bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.